what's up, everybody? It's your girl Cat, and you are tuning in to Self Chats with Cat. We are on episode seven of season two, which means that we are, uh, we are, uh, we are, uh, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. we are on the season finale of season two of Self Chats with Cat. And I wanted to end this season with a bang, so what better way to do that than to invite one of my favorite humans to discuss this topic that basically describes my journey to where I'm at today. The guest that I have on this episode that is going to help me close out season two is a top real estate agent in her city, a super mom, has a passion for fitness, and is none other, my best friend, my ride or die, Heather Soa. Welcome Aww. to Self Chats. Oh, thank you for having me. That was a great intro. Oh yeah, I mean, I I've been really um wanting you to be on this show because I talk about you so much. Since oh, I'm so honored. Since you've been such a big part of my uh, journey from the beginning and. You know, we honestly been through it all. Like we've lived together, we've worked together, we did ratchet things together, and we've encouraged each other during this um, spiritual journey that we've been taking on by ourselves. So I kind of want to talk about like our days when we were younger and carefree. What would you say was the best part during those days while we were living together and working in the clubs, being like bottle waitresses and living ratchet lives? <laughs> <laughs> well, first, I just want to take a second to tell everyone and to tell you I'm so proud of you and your podcast. I'm so honored that you chose me to be on your season finale for season two. Um, you've been talking about doing a podcast for a couple of years, and I'm so proud that you're doing it and thriving and you know, really focusing on your act, acting and everything that God has called you to do. It just really shows uh, a lot about you. And I don't think that your listeners get to know, you know, a lot about your journey. And I'm sure they'll learn some of that today. But I'm so proud of you. So we'll go to the beginning. What was the <laughs> best <you>. part of it? <laughs> the best part was, I mean, it even though we had responsibilities, it didn't feel like we had responsibilities. You know, yeah. you were fresh out of college. We were living in Atlanta. We both came from Oregon. We're in this big city. Um, you know, we're just staying up to whatever time of the night, traveling. And it was just really, I guess for me, it was just a time to let loose, you know, um, when you live at home or live with family, you have a lot of rules and you're going to school and you have those priorities, but I think it was just, you know, just the freedom and just kind of getting to explore like what's really out there outside of, you know, Portland, Oregon. Yeah. And, um, you know, having you by my side was, it was like having family there and just really kind of getting to learn a little bit about ourselves, the good, bad and ugly and, you know, doing it with your best friend and, uh, you know, making some money and having some fun and, going to the clubs and stuff that was all good and I'm glad we had that and got it out of our systems yeah definitely glad we got it out of our systems <laughs> <laughs> remember that one time um oh lord <laughs> I think I don't know you went somewhere but then like I was waiting at home and then like you came into your pajamas and then I have like I still ha I think I still have the picture of you like rolling in your pajamas in our living room floor do you remember that 
I remember it so well. I really <laughs> hope you don't show anybody that. I won't. Yeah. Yeah, I used to, I used to live my best life. Yeah. yeah. It was nice. Yeah. I just, um, you know. Yeah. Anyways, next question. <laughs> <laughs> When you, but when you, you, when you were living during those times, did you think about your future at all? Or were you just like living in the moment? Honestly, no. And if I could go back, I definitely would. Um, you know, there's things that you think that you're doing that are harmless and they don't hurt you. They, they don't hurt your other people around you. They don't hurt your future, but it's actually the opposite, you know, and especially in a world that we were living with the internet and social media um, I really wish I was thinking about my future. You know, obviously I'm glad that we had fun and got to let our hair down a little bit, but there's a lot of things I would have done differently, you know, um, just was not thinking about the future at all. And honestly, I want to say probably most of my twenties, I wasn't thinking about the future. What about you? How no. Do you think, what was your mindset? Uh, you know, my mindset, I really wasn't thinking about the future. I really think what what I was thinking about was just getting married but if I yeah. I look back now if I were to get married or or wanting to be with that person at that time I I think I would have not been ready and uh, I would have been miserable so I'm glad things happened the way that they did but right. my main focus was boys at the time <laughs> right I mean well you're a woman and I think that's you know as women that's a lot what we think about but I mean, thank God neither one of us got married in our 20s. Could you imagine the mess we would have got ourselves into? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the guys that we were dating, terrible. So bad. Oh, sorry. That was mean. But, yeah. <laughs> just, not, just not to where, you know, we evolved and some of the guys that we dated maybe necessarily didn't evolve. And that would have really stunted our growth, I think, if we would have made life-term decisions, lifetime decisions, you know, during that time. Yeah. And – um, to roll back on what you were saying, I really am grateful and blessed that I did have someone to be with me during those times because now that we're apart in, in different cities, I really miss those times because I, I, there's like no family here, you know, and so it's, it's a lot harder, but it's, it, I'm getting through it, but yeah. No, 100%, you know, that's something special that's um, unique about our friendship, you know, everybody has friends they have associates but I think our bond I mean we've been friends for probably close to 15 years now and we've been through a lot and I think I never judged you and you never judged me and it really honestly felt like you were my other sister you know I have one mm -hmm. sister and I felt like you were my other sister and you know we were just ready to take on life together and I you know us being in different cities I've never found that being here and you know that's you and I talk about it all the time. That's a desire of my heart to get back, you know, in the same city as you. Cause I just miss us having like our Sunday fun days or going to church or, you know, doing vision boards or family night, anything like that. It's, it's really unique. I think our friendship and it's really, really hard to come by. And I know, you know, since we've been apart, I haven't come across that and I don't think I ever will, you know? So yeah, that's definitely something that I hope for. Yeah. Same here. Same here. What would you say or what what or when would you say was the turning point of uh, you wanting to have a life towards righteousness? And like what made you go on your uh, walk towards faith? Yeah. Um, 
Well, you know, in our 20s, you and I, we both went to church, um, Impact Church there in Atlanta, and I think you were going to church more frequently, not I shouldn't say more frequently, but you went to church before I was, and then I started going to church with you, and we would go every Sunday, and it was kind of just a routine. It wasn't Mm -hmm. really like I was searching for something deeper. It was just something that I felt like we were supposed to do, and I think that was maybe putting the seed of you know, Jesus and our faith into my life, but yeah, it really took, you know, probably like at the end of my twenties, my mom passed away. I, you know, I lost my business. I had friends who I thought were great friends and like family turn their back on me and use me. And it just really, honestly, I think that it was God taking me down all the way down to stripping me to my core and bringing me, I want to say to the bottom, you know, to where I really had nothing. Yeah. I had, you know, no family where I was. I, you know, my job was shaky. I didn't have any income. I remember there was times where I went from, you know, having lots of money to not being able to pay my rent or barely being able to pay pay my rent. And, you know, I think that that was just, even though that was probably the hardest season of my life, it was, probably the best thing that ever happened to me because honestly all I could do was listen to sermons read books pray work out and really just sit with myself and sit with my decisions like okay I you know I trusted these people because of this reason I made this decision because of this reason and really just start to self-reflect and say you know I can't live like this I'm 30 now you know I want to have a family I want to have you know a future a good career and you know, I think when I moved to Denver and I got away from a lot of the, I don't want to say riffraff, but riffraff, and I really got by myself is when I really, really got my feet into, okay, it's time to move on and, and be the person that God intended for me to be. And I think ever since then, it's just been like a no-brainer. Like, you wouldn't catch me at 4 a.m. on a couch. Like, I don't, I can't stay up past 10 o'clock <laughs> so you know like it's just things have changed you know for the better and I'm grateful for all the things that you know we went through and we had great times but it's just you know it's not real life you know and so I think that going through all those losses just really brought me to my knees let's say yeah what would you say the hardest part is um following God wow faith yeah. Um, you know, there's times when I reach out to you and, you know, even when I talk to my fiance, I'm just like, you know, between the two of you, you guys have sometimes helped keep my faith alive, like in hard situations or, you know, when I'm scared or I'm taking a leap of faith, whether it's, you know, financially or with work or whatever it may be. Um, it's scary, you know, and, and I think that that's, it's meant to be scary. It's meant you're supposed to, you know, put your faith in God and, I think that's probably the hardest part. You know, it's not giving up people who weren't good for you. It wasn't going to church. It wasn't, you know, spending time with the Lord. None of those were the hard part. It's the hard part is having faith when you can't see the next step. And, but you know, you have to take it. And so I think that's probably the hardest part. But I really like that question. What about that for you? Uh, uh, I would say the same thing, like, actually having to apply it and when you're tested to basically apply the things that you've been studying or your daily devotional it really puts you in perspective do you really do believe those things that you're studying or that you're meditating because 
at times, especially with COVID going on, it's like your ta- your faith is tested every day, you know? Every day. Mm-hmm. And you have to remember what God said or or what, you know, you know is true instead of what you see. Because faith, if we got everything that we wanted or we um, saw everything that our hearts desired, we wouldn't, there would be no need for faith. And I think that's, that's what I've learned during this time. Absolutely. I mean, I think a lot of times, you know, we, it's hard to keep faith when we want something, you know, say it's a certain relationship or a certain job and we don't get it. Mm-hmm. And then your faith starts to waver. But at the end of the day, it might not be on your time, but on his time, there's always something better. Always. Yeah. So, you know, it's just keeping, being patient and keeping the faith. So absolutely. Yeah. Well, um, as we come to an end, um, if you could give your younger self any advice, what would you, um, what would you give to that younger Heather? <laughs> um, don't post it. No, just kidding. <laughs> don't put it on social media. Don't put it on the internet. Um, no, that and, you know, love yourself. I think... I think I never loved myself. You know, I grew up in a, I guess, quote unquote, broken home. My dad wasn't there. Mom wasn't really around. Um, I never knew how to love myself. And so I let other people show me fake versions of love and then break my heart. And so I I didn't really have any self-worth. So I would just teach myself like I'm valuable um, and worthy. Uh, You know, I would just tell the younger Heather that, you know, be patient. Um, the right situations will come and you have to just put yourself first. Don't put other people first. Um, it's, you know, you, your family and God. And, um, yeah, I think that just really ties into self-worth. I think that's something that I wasn't taught and it took me 30 years to get. Yeah. I'm with you there. Yeah. Yeah. But I really think like, uh, women of all of the conference that we go to really helps with that. 100 percent yeah and and i think just having a strong you know friend or two i mean you don't have to have a huge group of friends but someone who can just remind you when when you're struggling to be like hey you know and and just really call you out and let you know like you're worthy what you're doing is is not right and um just you know point you back on the right direction yeah i'm really glad that um we some you know god orchestrated or the universe somehow made it so that we would be on this spiritual walk together because it would have been really sad if i had to leave you or if if you had to leave <gasps> me where we were you know <laughs> just imagine i couldn't that i mean i don't know i don't think that i don't think anything happens by accident and i don't think i don't want to say i wouldn't have made it but i mean you know you and i talk all the time we don't have a lot of people in our circle or around us that are on the same walk as us yeah so it's hard you know we can be cool with you we can kiki with you but at the end of the day like when stuff gets hard i'm not calling you you know right i'm so grateful that we have that and you know we pretty much came to it at the same time and on different levels in different seasons but yeah i mean i think that it's definitely divine that why we're in each other's lives yeah i agree Well, thank you so much for um, being my guest. 
I hope that you guys were able to take a couple gems from this conversation. And I want you to know that no matter what stage or season you're in, it's either teaching you or preparing you for your journey. So don't get discouraged because all things are working out for your good. And I know this because when Heather was referring to Sunday Fun Day, for us, it consisted of us going to church in the morning, then either going to brunch, and then we'd end up at a day party drinking and drinking, and then we'd get up the next morning and go to work like nothing ever happened. So it's all about a matter of choice of what you want for your life. And if you want better and you want to accomplish your dreams and your desires, you've got to remove the, the distractions and focus on what's important. And eventually you'll get there. For us, our main goal was basically to remain friends and to help each other along the way to accomplish our goals and our dreams and our desires. I hope you guys enjoyed season two. Don't forget to subscribe and to share this podcast if it has blessed you in any way. Until next time, this is your girl Kat and thanks so much for listening to Self Chats with Kat. Mm-hmm.